Welcome to episode 100 of the Cheap Heat Productions podcast. Okay, today on the show, I'm joined by two members of the Irish band Block C, Andy and Paul. How are you lads doing? Good. How are you, Morris? Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet All you. Our first time meeting each other. Andy, we've met each other many a time. Yeah, I remember your 30th very well. That was a good gig. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, you play. I, was, I was actually thinking about that time I was in bed and you came in playing Oasis. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> changing the lyrics yeah we'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll keep it a bit cleaner tonight anyway i i think so yeah yeah let's do it so lads start with you paul tell me a mm. bit about yourself and how you know this man and your journey into music yeah so uh i suppose I, let's start with myself and andy um so a couple of years ago we we met each other through work really um along with everyone else in the band so we all work together in a major financial institution that everybody's well aware of. Um, so we, it was kind of strange. I, I started working there and I'd never worked in a company and certainly in a team of people who everyone seemed to play an instrument, but didn't have a band. I, I was kind of surprised, you know, everyone played guitar and bass and sang. And so we were talking saying, you know, do, do you guys not get together and play at all? You know, no, 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 not really. The odd time, but nothing, nothing major. So it's like, well, what are you short of? Well, we, we don't have a drummer. So it's like, all right, yeah. And then I was thinking, I'll, I'll be a drummer. I'll, I'll just start playing drums. I'll just do it. And what, what started off as kind of just a group of lads bashing out covers, you know, once every couple of weeks uh, for a couple of hours, which was a lot of fun, just kind of gained momentum and we started writing our own stuff and we kind of didn't think it sounded too bad, actually. And one thing led to another and we were putting together an EP and it, it's just kind of a natural kind of flow, really. But uh, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, I think Paul... Paul was the first to suggest, you know, why don't we go jamming somewhere? Mm. And uh, Paul was walking home one night. I'll, I'll let you tell. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, because myself and Andy had been talking about it. You know, we, we probably should do something. And, you know, I wouldn't mind learning drums. And, you know, Andy was kind of picking up piano a good bit. And, you know, so one evening... I'm on the way home from work. Actually, I don't live too far from um, from Sandyford Industrial Estate. So uh, 
I, I'm kind of walking. I don't know where I was walking, but I'm off out one evening. And there's two lads walking down past the house, heavy with gear, you know, guitars, a couple of amps, cymbals in a, in a bag on their back. And I'm like, they're either going to a rehearsal studio or a gig, you know? So it's like, I wonder is there a rehearsal studio in the area? So I looked it up online. Sure enough, there's only one around the corner. And that kind of that kind of sparked it then. I was like, Grand, let's get in touch with these people. And uh, so we'll give a shout out to, to um, uh, Feedback Rehearsal in, in Sandyford because they, they treat us very well. Um, and that, that's kind of, that's that, that was our our venue, if you like, to kind of, you know, start playing together. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it came about really. And you, Andy, I had seen you gigging a few times before then. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so um, I suppose one of the first gigs I did um, was in the old mill out in Tala. I'm sure you're aware of that venue. But uh, through a friend of a friend, I, I knew Ray Scully from, uh, he was on The Voice of Ireland back in 2012, 2013. So uh went along to one of his shows and uh, we got talking and said, you want to do support for me sometime? And that's that's how I got kind of solo gigging then. Um, I'd, I'd been mad into guitar and singing for at least since I was 13, you know. So that was kind of my the start of the, the stage performing then. Um, and then obviously joined the the big financial institution as Paul mentioned and met a bunch of like-minded people and just went and started doing covers and it turned out to be something a lot more than that and we started writing our own stuff then. Do you want to give a shout out to the other members of the band sure, and what they yeah. do? <laughs> yeah. Just so, in case you're uh, feeling left out. I know they I know they were kind of scared coming on here. It's a very intimidating place to be. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. They're, they're busy with the, you know, our first full album. So um yeah, so we have Jason Bright. Um he's on vocals and, and guitar, electric guitar. Uh Kev is on lead guitar. He's he actually was our chief mixer and masterer for the for the first EP that we recorded in Westport. Uh, Simon Quinn, he's he's on vocals, uh, as you you know very well from Mama Said and, and Eye to Eye. Uh, great, great work on those. Uh, we've got Adam Midzijewski, he's on the, the bass. Uh, he's, he's from Poland, uh, very, very, very good musician, very talented. Yeah, and uh, the, the two of us then. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. that's block C. I I want to talk to you about forming a song and the way you guys form songs together. And what do you do first? Like, do you do you write the music? What what like do you write the music first? Do you have lyrics down and try work around them? What way does it work? Yeah, I would say we we more go for you know Kev would have a riff or something, and we try and fit the lyrics around it then and try and form a structure, um, you know, get, get the drum beat down, uh, with Paul. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. music first, I'd say. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's been kind of strange though. Like, so that, that's definitely how we approach the EP because we were kind of getting together and <clears throat> we were all literally in the same room when we wrote all the, all those 
those songs or those five anyway. And then when lockdown kicked in, there was no getting together and there was no real jamming and there was no opportunity to kind of sit together in a room. Uh, so kind of technology seemed to take over, you know, and we, we relied on software and ideas recorded in, in WAV files on phones. And, you know, it, 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 it kind of turned into a different way of writing. Um, I found anyway, and, and even using software helped to sort of get the air and feel of a song together. I found if I came up with an idea, you could kind of flesh it out reasonably well before you presented it to everybody. And said, this is kind of what I'm going with. Now, tear it apart, whatever whatever we, we, way we want to change it. But, you know, that that's kind of the, the overall structure. And I think that kind of opened up a lot of possibilities as well. You know, if you had a song in your head, you could actually put that together reasonably well in software um, rather than sitting in a room and kind of tapping along and humming out a, a riff or a bass line or whatever. So the album's worth, I think, writing-wise, came together different. You know, I mean, in, in what Andy's saying, he's 100% right, but I think we were able to write quicker. Um, you know, I mean, what, what have we got now? 13 or 14 songs, certainly the bones of them there now, Andy, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, like it's testament to what you're saying with the nature of, you know, COVID restrictions and all, we had to resort to other methods of getting our songs down. And most of, you know, this first full album we're going to hopefully release at the end of the year. Um, you know, we've kind of done all that in, you know, with software uh, rather than being in a room together. Um, mm. And it's really, really helped get the structures down. Mm. it's it's amazing what you can do like with technology these days but what i yeah. what i want to know before then is the, the where you went to record that ep and the plan around going i think it was it in mayo you went to you guys went mm. yeah, yeah. you want right. to tell us about where you went and what that was like yeah uh, andy do you want to yeah so we we decided to go down um, in March uh, 2020, just before the the first lockdown hit. We were actually very lucky to get the opportunity. So we uh, stayed in this lovely Airbnb just outside of the Canby town, uh, Blink and you miss a town, just outside yeah. of Westport. And uh, yeah, we got in there straight away, loaded up a van, drove down, set up the set up the room, put up all the foam, you know, to get, get the, the good acoustics going. Um, yeah, Kev did his mm. thing, set, set all the, the gear up, all his monitors and recording equipment. And uh, yeah, it was a full on kind of five days there. Just we, we started with the drums, drums first, um, which is, you know, takes a lot of time. That's the hardest part. But while you were there, shit hit the fan in the world as well, which is kind of mad. Yeah. 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 We... <laughs> yeah. It's very, very fucking weird experience, to be honest. So you kind of go down and everybody's aware of the news. And, you know, I mean, everyone can remember back to then where you're, you're listening to news, but you're thinking, ah, it won't be that bad. It's that we'll, we'll get a handle on this before it gets too bad. 
And sure, we were down there for about the guts of the week. And then I was getting the train back the day before the lads. And I went into the train station in Westport and everything was striped and blocked off. No public jacks. Everything's yellow laned for going everywhere. Um, yeah, it was it was like we just we walking into, I don't know, 28 days later or something. It was very strange. But um, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think going down to Westport, being in the house gave us a certain amount of freedom. I mean, the, the pressure was on us in that the book stopped with us. We had all the equipment to record everything. We had all the instruments. We had all the space and time to do it. But there was no turning to an engineer or to some manager of a, a studio if something went wrong. You know, the, yeah. the, book, the book stopped with us. Um, but in, in saying that, we didn't have the rigor of having to work in a studio and think, well, we're only paying for eight hours a day and we, we really need to milk that. Um, you know, we, we could stretch that out a little longer and work within our own terms. So, yeah, I think it was a good way of doing it. Con- considering, I think, any of us who've, who've been in studios with bands before know that, that kind of um, red light pressure that you're under as soon as you yeah. know the recording buttons on you're like bollocks but if if you have all of that kind of set out in advance and it's just a group of friends recording really there was a, a an element of pressure but an element of relaxation to it too you know it's good yeah it's a good way yeah, to do we, we had a you know a breakout room upstairs with a pool table and tv you had the playstation set up if you just needed to <laughs> take yeah, a breather yeah. from the from the recording area, you know. But even as you were saying, like we, we'd be sitting down for dinner in the evening and it was quite dull and rainy for the most of the five days we were there. And, you know, with hearing everything on the news, it was like Armageddon was coming in, you know, and we're here <laughs> recording, you know, five songs for an e- for our first EP. It was, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> It was meant to be the way it happened, I think, anyway. And in yeah. terms of the quality of it, like Kevin and you lads done an amazing job. Like it sounds picture perfect, like really. Uh, it's amazing you, what you can do by yourselves if you have the right gear and the right people these days. Do, do you know, uh, honestly, like full credit to Kev. Kev, after all of that was recorded down, really jumped into sound engineer slash producer with the whole mixing end of that, you know, it, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sound as good without the attention to detail he put into it. He, he, it's, it really is a skill and a talent he, he kind of developed. Um, not, not taken away from our all. I mean, we all put in immaculate performances. Absolutely. But, uh, but from Kev's perspective, he definitely, uh, he definitely polished it off. You know, he's, he's yeah. very good at it. Yeah. And shout out to Simon as well, because he kind of took over the reins of the recording when Kev was mm. feeling a bit tired, you know. So mm. yeah, that was a big help for him as well. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen when you have those long days. Like, what was the what was the reaction like on release from family and friends? Firstly, good. Like, I mean, you know, you're you're going to get all your family and friends just bigging you up. Um, but I was you're always acutely aware of people just giving you a charity clap on the back, you know, but, mm-hmm. but genuinely people seem to like it. And I've, I've even had friends of friends come up and say, 
I heard your music. That's really good. You know, I'm, I'm listening to it a couple of times on Spotify and, you know, well done. It's good. Uh, and and it, it's those people who are a little bit more removed that you get the compliments from that you're like, sound. Okay, great. It's, it's kind of traveling. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been positive so far, you know, but same for you, Andy, I think. Oh yeah. Like everyone were, they were all amazed when they heard it, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, they, they keep asking, you know, when he is doing a launch night for the, the EP, obviously we can't at the moment with restrictions, but we're definitely planning on still doing that at some point in the future, you know? That's one mm. thing I've been trying to pressure Mr. Kevin Mullally into because me being a promoter and I know a lot of venues and a lot of people, I was like, we need to get some live shows going, gentlemen. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's the next logical step really to, to kind of promote it properly. Um, you know, and, and Ireland being the way it is, it kind of thrives on live music a lot. Um, and, you know, it's it's an institution in its own right. So I think the last 18 months, I, I I find myself being in a band and also going to gigs. It's it's like a dam waiting to burst, to be honest. I think the live music uh, end of things is going to thrive when uh, when everything's back on the cards again. So it'd be great to be part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the one thing I'm looking forward to coming back more than anything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 100% really really missed mm. yeah we we've gotten a lot of kind of radio play recently on hard rock hell radio they're based outside of london and uh the dj shout out to ian crawford for giving us all the support he's he's played the full ep over the past couple of months um and he messaged me uh, a couple of weeks ago he's putting us forward for the hard rock hell festivals um so they, they have to do that kind of couple of times a year any new bands coming down the scene mm -hmm. they're put forward to play live gigs so if we got uk gigs that would be awesome mm. for us you know well to be mm. honest with you andy i think that's probably the only place you're going to be able to play if you're planning on playing this year <laughs> yeah it's true isn't it it's, you it's know true. because i i just i just came back from belfast at the weekend and it's like a completely different world to hear I went mm. up, there's musicians playing. I went to a wrestling show inside with 300 people. It's crazy, like, you know, but hopefully, because yeah. I don't want to go into COVID and that bullshit tonight, but hopefully we start kind of sorting it out down here because music needs to come back. We need music. This country thrives yeah. on music, as you said, Paul. Mm, it does, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 There's yeah. there's so many new bands out there from from Ireland, you know, at the moment. Mm. And there's and there's even old bands with new material. Like every, I think everyone's been writing at this mm. time as well. Like so, mm. if if the restrictions are lifted correctly, we should have a, like a burst of music, really. Hopefully, yeah. Like I mean, there's even the. It, I think the bands that I feel sorry for most are the ones that are relying those sort of starting up or mid mid. Um, career bands that are relying on touring in order to make ends meet mm -hmm. um, and and have even temporarily had to close the doors on that and get regular jobs as a result of this um, and some of those bands I want to see live you know there's, there's so many good artists out there at the moment um, so hopefully things will change for those smaller bands you know the likes of 
Aerosmith and ACDC aren't going to get hit too hard with this stuff in the long, the grand scheme of things, but it's the smaller bands, you know. So uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully things will come back quickly and, and we'll start to see those guys get back on the road again, you know. And the wedding bands too. That's a, that's a big one over here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know. Andy, at- talk to me about um, shower curtains and chef's outfits and gear bags and all that other kind of stuff that came out there last week. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, we we were talking about it for months, you know, setting yeah. up merchandise. So we finally did it. Um, may have gone a bit overboard on the on the items, but uh, you know, we we'll see what happens with it. You know. Um, I, I think the clock looks very well. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think the clock scene. Clock yeah, no, oh, yeah, it's a good old clock scene. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Roxy out with your clock see out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put the link in the description of this video of that stuff. But oh, brilliant! Let's we'll we'll talk about the the new album that you kind of touched on there earlier, and where it's at now. And what's the plan? When is it going to be recorded? So, yeah, like this, th- this is the million dollar question. So mm. at the moment, feedback, our rehearsal place is, is back open for business. So we need to get back in and start. We, we have the guts of most of the songs together in a live setting. We can play them together as a band. Um, so a, an awful lot of the material has been demoed and, and, Sounds pretty good. Um, I, I, I'm not going to shortchange it. Sounds very good. I'm very, very happy with how it's turned out. Um, this time around, there's a lot more of everybody's personality has gone into it. And everybody, I, I feel anyway, has kind of pushed their own flavor and their own preferences in, in writing style. Um, into the music. So it, I wouldn't say it's necessarily gone heavier. We have a couple of metal fans in the band. I wouldn't say it's necessarily heavier, but certainly in, in song structures, we haven't been afraid to complicate things and make things a bit more intricate. Um, uh, you know, not just for the sake of it, but also just to test ourselves as songwriters and musicians. So, yeah, like... As I say, there's what 13, 14 songs and, and a couple more in, in demo stage. Over the coming months, we'll probably break those up into sections and record two or three at a go and, and you know, mix and master them. But um hopefully by the end of the year we'll have something to show for it, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely yeah. found our sound with, with this new album. Mm. We we can't wait to record it and and release it to the world. And when you do release it, you'll be right back on here promoting it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Look forward to it. Yeah. Okay, great, man. It was an absolute have... pleasure to have you on tonight. Brilliant. Thanks, Morris. Brilliant. Thanks, Morris. Thanks, guys. Uh, great opportunity. All, right. All the best. All right. Take care. Thanks for See very you much. later. Bye.